What is up, everybody? You are checking out the World of WWE Podcast. I'm your host, Ant, and I'm joined by my best buds. What's up, guys? It's Macho Man Dan. And what's up, guys? It's Latino Heat Carlos. And uh, actually, Carlos, we are going to... Oh, your tribal chief, I mean. Yeah, because uh, you you actually... tribal chief. He is the tribal chief. He is. He won the uh, Extreme Rules uh, prediction, and he is now our World of WWE champion. So congrats to you, our tribal chief, Carlos. You, who, who that part is, though, I want to acknowledge him. I want to acknowledge him. I will acknowledge Carlos for winning. I will acknowledge our tribal chief, Carlos, here tonight. But, yes, if you want to hear our predictions, you can check out our Extreme Rules prediction video and podcast episode that's streaming everywhere. And you can check out our Extreme Rules recap video and episode streaming everywhere, too. I forgot, like, where I was for a minute. But, yeah, so thank you for checking us out. If you're checking us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and Amazon Music, thank you for checking us out. We appreciate all of it. And if you're checking us out on YouTube, Make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell. Maybe we'll put Dan on the spot again. Go ahead, Dan. Why should we do that? We should do it because, well, it just saves you so much time. It saves you like five, ten minutes having to look us up, and it's only like a split second to do it. Yes, it does, 100%. And we'll leave all this stuff in the description below so we don't have to waste time. So we are obviously here to cover WWE Monday Night Raw, September 27th. The night before the draft. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, (laughs) what day are we in? Yes, you're right. The, the, The episode before the draft, before everything changes. And we are in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm surprised that John Moxley wasn't around. This is mm-hmm. so extreme rules was the night before Dan and I kind of gave our thoughts. Carlos, what were your quick thoughts? Did you enjoy the pay-per-view? Did you think it was bad? What did you think? I thought it was really good. There was something that I was a little confused about, but I thought it was really good. All right. All right. Yeah, there, I agree. There was some, I really like a, like a, like an eight out of 10. What was your favorite match of the night? There were a few, um, I know his least Becky, the, the the Becky and Bianca match was good. The Charlotte and Alexa did really. Okay. Yeah, but we're gonna like that. Hoping um, Alexa Bliss one. I know I was pretty pissed. Yeah, it was it was a lot to talk about with that one, but that but that but I was I was pretty pissed that she that she lost, but like I just didn't get the ending. Like what 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 was happening there? Mm. Well, actually, and she actually, she supposed, she's supposed to have some time off. But I wanted to actually say something about this. This actually reminded me. The fact, the reason they did that was they read her off a of TV for a few weeks because she's actually yeah. going for surgery. I heard a few months. I heard a few weeks because she's only going for a, like a nasal something or something like that. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Well, thank you for sharing, Carlos. It was a, it was a crazy night. Um, a lot happened, but it wasn't the best show in my opinion. But let's talk about Monday Night Raw. We start off the night with the WWE Championship on the line. We go right into the ring, and we have the WWE Champion Biggie defending against the former champion, the almighty Bobby Lashley. And Carlos actually sent me a text message and was like, turn on Raw, turn on Raw. 
And I, I don't know what, I was like in the middle of doing something. And so then I was like, all right, let me turn it on. I was so excited. And I was like, it was so funny because <laughs> Carlos, this is actually funny what I did. I was looking at the timestamps from when you sent me that text message. And you were doing, I also, cause he sent the same thing to me. And it's like 8.20. No, not only that, but it's like, I'm looking at it. It's like 8.20. And I'm like, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? But here's what happened. During the match, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander came down to the ring in Hurt Business t-shirts. And I do like the t-shirts. Pretty much, it ends up being a no contest because the New Day run down and brawl with Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, and the referee calls off the match. And then the New Day and the Hurt Business end up brawling around the ring and it has to be stopped eventually by Adam Pierce, who comes down and says them this match needs to be settled once and for all. And tonight, Big E will defend the WWE Championship against Bobby Lashley inside a steel cage match. Which was kind of obvious since there was a steel cage hanging above the fucking ring. I didn't, I didn't notice, notice that. It, to be honest, I didn't. Very see it. obvious when the freaking ring posts are fucking not lighting up like normal. Mm. I lost my shit when I saw the Herbert says, I'm sorry, I know you guys don't like them, but I lost my I was like, I don't really and care. I, and, I, and I was like and I only thing I was like, what happened to Cedric's teeth? <laughs> he has like some vampire teeth. But I'll hopefully <laughs> hopefully like it's like it's not just a one time thing, you know? Yo, it's hopefully like they get drafted bodies. together. It's definitely a Halloween season because Carlos is definitely matching the fucking vampire teeth of Cedric Alexander. I love that. They were vampire teeth, right? I thought they, they looked like grills. They looked like they looked like something. <laughs> I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, but yeah, Carlos, you were very excited to see them. I don't dislike that business. I just wish they never broke them up. Like keep they're them so together. Good. Yeah. I think so. I mean, I was, but I think they're they're just missing MVP right now. Yeah. They just need him. Has to have a stable. Biggie with the New Day. Roman with the Hurt Business. Uh, not Ro- Roman with the New Day. New, Day New Day's broken up, though. Huh? Again. New Day's yeah, broken up, up again, though. Well, thanks for spoiling SmackDown, which we didn't get to yet, but okay. Well, it is what it is. Okay, so yes. Uh, how about, thank you for sharing, Carlos. I was excited to see their business a little bit, but I wasn't as excited as you were, Carlos. How about you, Dan? What was your thoughts? I mean, I think it was interesting that they came down, but, like, it didn't really make the night for me. Okay. All right. Well, I'm excited to kind of see what happens later in the night. Up next, we have Eric with Ivar taking on Angel Garza with uh, Carlos. I'm going to try to say this. Tell me if I do adjust this. Umberto Carrillo. Did I say it okay? Yeah. I just call him Umberto Carrillo. I'd rather have Carlos say it because I'm totally butchering it probably. Thank God. Can you say it, Carlos, please? Humberto Corillo or something like that. I think it's ca with the with the A or Q or U. Carrero. Humberto Carillo. Carrillo. 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 Humberto Carillo. Cool. Okay, anyways. So they're a new tag team and they basically call themselves the hottest tag team in WWE. And Angel Garza and I freaking forgot they even existed. I remembered Garza Cudillo. I remember too, but I wasn't really um, super into him before. But it looks like Garza and Cudillo are now heels because 
Umberto distracts Eric, which allows Garza to hit a wing clipper for. I thought they already heals. Well, um, Umberto wasn't at first. He was with, I think he was with, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't he against Angel Garza last time we saw him? I thought he was fighting with Andrade and Angel Garza. I thought he was with Andrade. I don't know. I don't know. But what did you think, Dan? Bathroom break, in my opinion, didn't care. Mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Okay. How about you, Carlos? Uh, I, I like, I honestly, I honestly like them as a tag team. I've been like waiting for that for a while. I know they're like family. So I remember when they first came, like they were feuding, like they had a match or two together. Mm-hmm. But I'm on, I like the tag team. But I just don't like the whole, like the whole point of it. Like this says two handsome guys. It's so weird. <laughs> they could kind of be like the Gadettos. Not exactly, but, you know, family or the Mysterios, you know. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's their character is kind of silly, but speaking of silly, the WWE 24-7 championship is on the line. Uh, pretty much this is basically this is a regular title match so what they're claiming is that the rules of the title are suspended during the regular matches so if people interfere and try to win the title there will be like disqualifications and that's what happened tonight 24 7 champion reggie defeated ricochet after um all the wrestlers jumped into the ring and attacked reggie our truth and drew gulak attacked ricochet and then ricochet leapt off the commentary table with a moonsault and then Reginald ran off, and pretty much Reggie fights off Akira Tozawa and hits a standing crossbody block, and then Reginald runs off. Carlos, what do you think of this, like, silliness going on with the 24-7 title? Uh, I don't really pay attention to it, to be honest. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Fuck you. I, 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 think, I, think, I think I like it, but I think I'm more invested in when our crew has it. Okay. Yes. Honestly? really cared about the 24-7 title. It's it's not even like the hardcore title used to be. At least the hardcore title used to be cool. Yeah, I feel like they're using this now as just like a comedy act, and it's not even that funny. I mean, Reginald is great. He is athletic, but having a fight in regular matches, having him run around for this doesn't really... And plus, wasn't it Ricochet who was fighting him or something? Yeah. I think Ricochet deserves so much better than to be for the fucking 24-7 title. Ever since he went against, like, Brock, his fucking career has gone downhill, in my opinion. And he doesn't deserve that. He's a great performer. Yeah, totally. But, I mean, who knows? AEW could be calling. Um, (laughs) Next, we see, I guess his name is Kevin Patrick, and he's with the Raw Tag Team Champion Riddle. Rail says that Rainy Orange's not here tonight because he's taking a break after his big win. And he just taking a break. I, I don't get it. Like what tag team champions supposed because to roll together. I heard it was because he I think he was going I don't remember what happened. I, I just remember they read him off TV or, or tried to at least for some reason. I don't remember what it was for though. Um, I mean he he is Randy Orton. Randy Orton gets I, to do I what think he it wants. Because he got hurt or something. I don't remember. The legend killer. Well, the match ends after he – so, we're well, not match. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm talking about – I was like, wait, we're, wait, what match were we talking about? Uh, back back to the future. I kind of re, re, 
fast forward time. No, Vrigal puts on his headphones and he listens to, to Randy Orton's theme song. They stops dancing when he sees AJ Styles and Omos. So that happened. Then there's a commercial break and we come back and Akira Tozawa is still in the ring and he demands a match with R-Truth or Drew Gulag and he doesn't care who it is. That's when Keith Lee comes out, but he's no longer Keith Lee. He is now Keith Bearcat Lee. And I fucking name, just saying. I wanted to see what a Bearcat was, and it's like an ugly looking animal. It looks kind of like a raccoon, and I don't understand why wow. they're going to call him that. It doesn't really. I think matter. he might be turning heel. Yeah, but I mean, I just feel like. Like the way he came down to the ring, he, he looked so pissed. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a heel. He's definitely going to be a heel for sure, and I'm okay with that. I just feel Who like did he know, fight? He Again? fought Akira Tozawa. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think sense. they should have just kept him as limitless Keith Lee. You don't – anytime someone turns bad, you don't need to change their name or their gimmick or, like, they can mm-hmm. be, like – Randy Orton is someone who's done this. Buddy Murphy's name's just Murphy and shit. It's fucking stupid. They've never changed Orton's gimmick for over over 10 years now. Whether he's good or bad, he always is the same character, and I like that. But well, anyways, he was the legend killer for a while, but Yeah, but that was that was what I mean. That's what I'm saying for over 10 years. Though. Like he wasn't he was legend killer in the beginning of his year. I'm talking about like when he turned into the Viper in like 0809. Like he's always been that right. sneaky, Yeah, I know. You know. But yes, he definitely was a legend killer. And he did turn to legend killer again when he fought like Edge and all those people. So that yeah. didn't change. But he he was kind of, you know, similar. But it is good to see Keith Lee back in the ring, and he got the quick win after a big bang. I thought he was even on Raw. Review that, Dan. Dan, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. What was that? I said I completely forgot Keith Lee was even on Raw. I forgot what Brandy was on. Yeah, because he wasn't even around for that much this past this whole year, but... Yeah, no, he definitely was there. What do you guys think, quick, uh, about this? I asked Dan. You didn't even realize he was on. How about you, Carlos? What do you think? Um, I'm sorry, guys. What are we talking about? <laughs> you can't tell I'm so sorry. This is a bit tired, unfortunately. He's been working very hard. Recently. And this, yes, he definitely has. And he's our tribal chief, so we can't really complain, right? Um, yes, we know, can. Fuck what was that, Carlos? Or not Carlos Dan. Oh my God, go to sleep, Ian. He's our fucking travel chief. I can I can complain. Last thing I remember talking about the twenty four seven title. We were talking about Keith Lee and his new gimmick and how I oh, don't really like it. I did say something about that though, but uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it's a, it's. I don't understand it. I just think he's gonna be a heel though. Okay. Oh yeah, you did. You said that you think he was gonna be a heel. We talked about that. You thought I thought we moved on from there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, huh? I'm like, where are we? I think we were just still like pissed off about fucking uh, Keith Lee. So we do find out though that the 2022 Royal Rumble will take place in St. Louis, Missouri, which is the home of Randy Orton. So- he is buses in his head. He can't- I don't know. I I don't know. I just did that. I did. Next up, we have the WWE United States Championship on the line, and this is a no disqualification and no countout match. It must end by pinfall or submission, and we have our United States Champion Damian Priest defending against Sheamus, and they had a really good match. 
U.S. title match, which I think is fucking stupid. Yeah, there's a cool moment though where like Sheamus and they don't even explain why he got it. Why he got the title match? Oh, maybe yeah. just because they, they just threw it on there. Like, oh yeah, well, let's just fucking put the title on the line. Like, it makes fucking sense. They're probably just doing it because he was a former champion. Like, I don't agree with it, but they always just do it like that. So, like being stupid. Yeah, I do agree. It's dumb. They should find new opponents for Damian Priest to fight. But during the match, Sheamus hit a white noise off the ring apron through a table to Damian Priest outside of the ring. And the end of the match came after um, Damian Priest hit Sheamus with a reckoning for the win after putting him through a table in the corner. Let me go to Dan. What did you think of the match and Damian Priest retaining the title? I mean, I wish Jeff Hardy came out and did something like fucking because, I mean, you know, he, again, he fucking didn't do anything. He didn't win the title. He got nothing out of the match, in my opinion. Didn't make him really look relevant or anything. So, I mean, it was a waste of time for that. And, the, again, I'm mad they didn't even explain why Sheamus got a fucking title match in the first place. But it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it was an okay match, I guess. I mean, good action, but. I, I wish they had fucking more behind it. Yeah. I agree with you, man. I'm not a lot of care. And, I w- and again, I wish Jeff Hardy could have come out and be like, you know what, fuck this. I'm pissed off that I lost and everything and turned heel or something. That would have been cool. That would have made at least a little more sense. But no, fuck that. Why would we have Jeff Hardy be a bad guy? You know, Why would we have him be relevant? Yeah, I hear you. It's uh, They treat him like he... They're probably... Do is probably go out to the fucking twenty four seven shit again, which probably. he doesn't. Deserve, which he doesn't deserve at all. It's been a joke the way that they have been casting him in title matches and the role he's been in. So it's it's not great. Former WWE champion, but no, let's have him be in the fucking twenty four seven shit to make it better. But no, it doesn't make anything better. I agree. It's it's pretty corny, man. Pretty pretty corny. So, how about you, Carlos? What are your takes on this one? Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with Dan. I, I think we both we both wanted that to happen. Like, we both spoke about it, um, like, on the Extreme Rules predictions that we wanted Jeff Hardy to turn heel. Yeah. But, I'll, but, but you know, it's, it's Jeff Hardy. You know, we can't go wrong with him. Um, but, but, yeah, I was just a little... I was just a little like we did. I like they didn't really use him, right? He wasn't on. He wasn't on Raw. They had Sheamus. He was on Raw. He's in the next segment, but like it wasn't a good like moment for him on Raw. Yeah, he definitely should have turned heel. Like I would have seen him like like just punching Damian Priest and be like, oh, it was my shot, or like, like just like you cared about me. I'm mad that I lost. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done so much with that. That would have been so cool. I I don't think I've seen Jeff Hardy as a heel. Maybe in TNA or something, but I've never seen a long time ago, but I don't don't remember how that went. So, for me, I agree with you guys. Like, I feel like um, with the the Damian Priest-Sheamus match, I don't see why Sheamus is challenging him. I do think it would be cool to see a new character of Jeff Hardy as a heel, but I feel like WWE wants to always keep... I I find it funny that we're mentioning Jeff Hardy a lot, even though he wasn't even in this match. (laughs) Well, because he, you know, it's silly that they even added him to the triple threat extreme rules because he's not even involved in it anymore. Now he's in a six-man tag match. So why don't we just get to that? So 
Yeah. The six-man tag match is up next, and it's Mansoor, Mustafa Ali, and Jeff Hardy taking on Jinder Mahal, Veer, and Shanky. And Veer, Shanky, and Mahal win after Veer hits Ali with a very hard clothesline. Jeff Hardy really didn't do anything in this match, but let me throw it to uh, Carlos. What did you think? Um, I really, I really wish some Ali and um and Mansoor got like a better run. I like them. This like, I, it reminds me kind of like Big Brother, Little Brother type thing. Like with them, honestly. Yeah, I agree. How about you, Dan? Eh, just I'm just another fucking bathroom break for me. I didn't care about the match. There's been a lot of bathroom breaks tonight. I think we've. Really <laughs> had, I think we. I think we need to contact our doctors. We're going to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like serious. Like, yeah, we need bathroom notes. It's, it's, yeah. I can't help going. I can't help the fact that I need to keep going to the bathroom during the fucking worst match of the show. Can I, I, can I have a prescription for that? Yeah. Well, sleeping of, um, bathroom breaks and matches, bad matches on the show, we have Jackson Riker taking on Karrion Cross. Which, again, they're putting, they're putting people on there that don't need to be on there. I mean, sure, I'm sure there are great talent and everything, but, like, I don't know. It just doesn't seem necessary to me. You to know put- the show is bad when um, you go to the bathroom, you walk out, and you're like, shit, I got to go right back in. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, damn, I should stay in here for about, like, an hour and a half. So, yeah, yeah Karrion Cross gets the win after a cross jacket. Uh, Dan, what did you think? Again, another bathroom break for me. I just didn't care about the match yeah i think i need to go to my doctor about this yeah a lot of bathroom breaks how about you carlos what are your thoughts um i'm just i'm just happy that i'm carrying across is getting some wins you know i just feel like he should be fighting maybe some guys that are more um like bigger names and better competition yeah yeah and one thing i want to say guys um, WWE is in my home. It's in my. Is in my. Is in my hometown today, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, awesome. Yeah, my uh, uncle's actually from Puerto Rico. Ooh. Oh, really, Dan? You're you're part of Puerto Rican? No, 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 no. Not my dad's brother. My dad's sister's husband. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. Welcome Puerto to the family. I'm just saying, it was Puerto Rican, so I found that pretty funny. My yeah, but they're, they're, I think they're yeah. in Puerto Rico all weekend. My fiance has some Latina blood in her. Her family's from Mexico. In my opinion, I think Latinas are Viva la raza. Latina. Dan, I, you said my opinion, and then I didn't hear it. Oh, I said, in my opinion, Latinas are fucking crazy. Well, that 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 that's you're not wrong. wrong. Thanks, but you're not wrong. Yes, but I'm not saying I'm not trying to sound like it's an insult. Like they're fucking insane. Yeah, not insult. In my opinion, Latinos are crazy. Not an insult. Anyways, <laughs> we now know not to that. that damn, what what does that mean? What does what mean? What does that mean? Yeah, what does it mean that uh <laughs> that Latinos are crazy? I mean, they're fucking insane, dude. Wow. I mean, so, so, like, Dan, I Dan, you have, Dan, you have, a, you have experience? I'm Latina, 
And, like, I swear to God, I said one thing because she was speaking in Spanish, and I asked her to speak in English. She was speaking to me and her friend who didn't only speak Spanish. And I was like, can you please speak Spanish, uh, English? And she's like, I'm Latina. I, that's insulting my culture from asking me to speak English. I'm like, what the fuck? I just asked you to speak in English so I can understand what you're talking about. I don't want you talking Whoa. about me. Dan, Dude, not every Latino person would do that, or Latina person would do that. She's like, I'm, I'm Latina. That's sometimes my- they don't. Sometimes they don't want to. They don't want to like mess up and say something bad in English. Sometimes they, they sometimes their English is really bad. They don't want to embarrass themselves. He was fine. I've spoken to her a hundred times in English, but no, she decided to speak one time in Spanish. So I'm like, could you? I love how we're having a her nice like, Spanish class. My- I didn't do anything, and I'm like, what the fuck. Like, what the fuck? About you. The Spanish. Told her that? Let's get back into Raw. So, Raw Tag Team Champion Riddle taking on AJ Styles with Omas. AJ gets the win after a Styles clash. And after. Riddle got match, really. Riddle got beat up really bad. He did. After the match, Omas gets in the ring and destroys Riddle. What did you guys think? I'm just glad they just stopped and almost got a win after a while. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been like... I mean, come on. The phenomenal AJ Styles and that big fucking dude have been losing so far. Like, why does that have to happen, you know? That big fucking dude. Yeah, he's a big dude. Um, Carlos, how about you? Um, I, it, was, it, was, it was a good match. It was just Riddle was outnumbered. Yeah, nothing spectacular with this one. So, next we have the WWE Raw Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair, defending against Dewdrop. And Flair gets the quick win after Eva Marie's music hits, and she distracts Dewdrop, allowing Charlotte to hit a natural Oh, this is my favorite part of the show. From the win, yep. And then after the match... uh. Charlotte Flair nails Eva Marie with a big boot. So, Carlos, you said this is your favorite moment from the show. So, yes, yes. Shayna Baszler, the the part when Shayna came out and like and literally like took out her arm. Well, that happens in a little bit, right? <laughs> no, no, that's what I, that's what my favorite part. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Yes, but she does fuck him up, fuck her up. Uh, how about this you? The Shayna Baszler that we all want to see. It was. How about yeah. you, Dan? Eh, I don't. I didn't care for the match. It wasn't like a bathroom break. It was kind of interesting. Like I, I was hoping Dewdrop would actually win, just so I can get the fuck away from Charlotte Flair. But no, nope, it didn't happen. I was hoping that Alexa Bliss was gonna come back like the same night and like as a as her uh, original person. I didn't think that was gonna happen. I mean, I was hoping, but I didn't think it would happen. Yeah. Well, you we want Charlotte's ring. We could all we we could all we could all have hopes and dreams. I just want Charlotte's ring to freaking end. You hate Charlotte, don't you? I she's the gold. She's she's, she's good. She's good talent though. She you can't say she's a bad wrestler or anything. Like even Marie. They only push her because she's Ric Flair's daughter and Ric Flair. But she's but she's a she's a, she's a dominant she's let's she's a dominant her. woman's wrestler though. She's been at the top of the roster for years, which, she, in my opinion, she's becoming like the freaking John Cena of the women's division because she's being on top for so long. We Honestly, don't. In my opinion, I feel like she has every right. To, like she's 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 done a lot in her career. 
Yeah, she's done everything. She's one of. She hasn't. She. I don't think she needed her dad. If she, if her dad was a player, I feel like she would have done. She would have done a lot by herself. The one thing she hasn't done is win a a women's money bag, and I guarantee it's gonna happen soon because WWE likes to kiss Charlotte's ass. I feel like much more her talent that she's talented. That's honestly. It's not. It's but not just all. You need to be at the top of the fucking division every year. Like it's every. She has like three title reigns in one year. She's Charlotte Flair. Yeah, and she. It's just fucking ends soon. I'm getting pissed off about it. Like, like in 2016, I'd be like, okay, she's good. I'm. I don't care anymore. But no, it's 2021, and she's still at the top of the main. Like when she went, when she left to get her fucking breast implant, fucking taken care of, she comes back and she's immediately at the fucking top of the card again. No, like that's bullshit. Use her to push somebody else. Don't keep pushing her. She doesn't need it. Her career is pretty much fulfilled with everything. She doesn't need it. Put somebody else over that act. She could use that. No, don't fucking put her over. I did think what was cool um, with Charlotte. I don't know if this. I don't think this happened in this match, but it happened in Extreme Rules. She copied a lot of moves that Andrade used to do, which I thought was kind of cool because that's her fiance. But speaking of boring and um, you know what the hell, Goldberg is seen in his house, and he says that he's a father, and so is Bobby Lashley. Um, he says for Lashley's kids' sakes, he hopes that Lashley is a better father. Then he is a liar. He says that when Lashley choked out his son at SummerSlam, Lashley had the balls to say it was a misunderstanding. And he basically says, Gage Goldberg is my son, and you, Bobby Lashley, are about to be my victim. And he will be appearing on Raw next week. It's just a big match for Crown Jewel. That's all it is. I mean, I don't really want to talk about it. I mean, if you guys really want to, I just feel like, again, like it's just going to be a match for Crown Jewel. I don't care about Goldberg. I think it's a waste of time. Anybody care about Goldberg? I don't give a fuck about Goldberg. Yeah, me neither. But we're going to go to Carlos's favorite moment of the night. Even when he's in the ring, and she says that if she had the opportunity that that Dewdrop just had, she would be Raw Women's Champion. She's tired of being taken advantage of and the disrespect from everyone, she can be any woman in the locker room and they all know it. That's when Shayna Baszler comes down to the ring and um, Baszler applies the care of food to clutch and chokes Eva Marie out. She okay. then kicks away Eva's arm and puts Eva's arm in between the ring steps. And just like she did to Nia Jax last week, she stomped on Eva's arm and breaks it pretty much. The, the, the crowd's in love with it and they chant one more time as uh, EMTs check on Eva. So, Carlos, you've been waiting for this. Go ahead and tell us your thoughts. I was just happy that Eva's going to be out for a while now. <laughs> honestly, she has... Eva. She, she, she... I, I don't, I'm not hating on Eva. Like, she can do anything else that she wants. Like, she can be a model. She can do anything else that she wants, but not a wrestler. <laughs> anything she else that she wants. <laughs> Same thing about same same thing. Same way I felt about Lana. She's she's very talented. She can do anything that she wants. Anything. Just not wrestler. (laughs) She does. She's not even a good wrestler. She didn't even try and better herself. But WWE's like, nah, let's just bring her back, even though she sucked ass in the first place. Mm. And and, and, so I have a lot of things against the women's roster. I don't normally have a lot against. I just fucking hate Charlotte and I hate Eva Marie. I hate both of them. I wish. I I also hate. That's really it. Everybody else, I I don't care. Fuck, I don't. 
I mean, Bianca, okay, whatever. I just, nah, it, it's just really those three, four on there. I do like how they're making Shayna Baszler dominant again. I yeah, I do like, like she. She was really good in NXT, and now like before, like ever since she came to the main roster and teamed up with like Nia Jax and shit, it's all been like bullshit. At least now she's actually getting a good fucking chance to be in the top again. I agree. I'm excited to see Shayna. Hopefully, she'll challenge for the Raw Women's title, and we'll get there, obviously, when we go next week and we talk about the draft. But now we are at our main event, the WWE Championship on the line, a rematch from earlier in the night. This time, they're going to contest it in a steel cage, the champion Big E defending against Bobby Lashley. And it was a really good match. The ending came after Big E hit a big ending off the middle rope to get the victory. And then after the match, Drew McIntyre comes down to the stage and he points his sword at Big E and then Big E nods his head. And that is the end of Monday Night Raw. I really didn't understand one thing. Why did they do that? But literally, they had Drew McIntyre get drafted to SmackDown. And well, you just spoiled SmackDown. Damn, Come on, man. They were the first picks. I'm sorry. I mean, I did spoil a little bit. I did say something earlier, didn't I? Yeah, I mean, it's not like we didn't know. Well, well, well okay. So, so you think it's baseless. But let's pretend like that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> let's pretend say, that didn't happen. Let's say. Oh, but Carlos is the last thing about the no, I mean, we do, wait, 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 can I, wait, can I say something? Can I say something? Yeah. I, I have an idea. Um, maybe, maybe since like there's three, there's supposed to be three weeks before that, before the draft actually takes, takes place, then maybe they're just doing Drew versus Big E in the time being until, until the actual thing starts. Up for like, um, whatchamacallit, Crown Jewel, that's probably what they're doing. Well, that was going to be like. And then after Crown but... Jewel, they just start fresh. Would you guys be okay with that match, Big E versus Drew McIntyre? I mean, I this, is what, this is what Drew McIntyre's been waiting for. Drew McIntyre's been waiting for Bobby Lashley to lose the title so he can go after it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, that's why I mean, remember the stip- that's, that was a stupid stipulation, though. Like, oh, you can't go after the title until, until he loses it. Do you guys think um, that it's too early for him to be back in the title picture, Drew McIntyre? Well, the weird thing is, I found a way that they had him go for the title and everything. Then he lost and everything. And then he went in a feud with Drew with Jinder Mahal. And now he wants to go back for the title. Like, that's like, that went, that means he went from the top of the card to the low of the card. And he's trying to go back to the top again immediately. I mean, what I also don't like, guys, is. Lately, they've been doing this, too, with Roman Reigns. I don't like how there's multiple storylines going on because... I think it's cool. Know, like, it's just showing his dominance, like, how much, yeah, work, how but, much his work ethic. But Roman's different. I'm okay with that with Roman, but not with every single wrestler. Like, right now, we know that Big E and Bobby Lashley are fighting, right? We yeah, yeah, yeah. now know that at Crown Jewel, we know we're going to see Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. So, you yeah. know that... Big Lashley- E and Bobby Lashley are done. They're, they're done. And exactly, and you know that Lashley is not going to win the title. I just wish that they would have saved that for maybe next week, or like you know, let us just have an what the steel cage match. No, I mean they should have waited to announce that Bill Goldberg was going to come back ne- until next week because I feel like once you saw that Bill Goldberg promo, you kind of had an idea that Lashley really wasn't going to win the title unless they were going to do Goldberg versus Lashley 
for the title at Crown Jewel, which I highly doubt they would have done. So but I, have you done some questionable things? But I don't know. I mean, I it, it's different. But Dan, what did you think? I mean, eh, I mean, again, I just didn't care for the fact that Bobby Lashley's going for a championship. Like, I just don't care for Lashley in the world title. Like, okay, I'm okay with him in the mid card and everything. I'm okay with that. Just, I hated how they had him go immediately to the world title, and he, I felt like he didn't deserve it. And it's just like, okay, fine. Maybe he deserves it now. Maybe. But, like, and I understand the reason they're having him go against Big E in the steel cage. I just didn't care for it. I, I just didn't really care for it. You didn't care about the match or you don't care about the storyline? I don't care for either. I mean, I'm glad Big E, don't get me wrong, I'm glad Big E's champ. I love Big E and he deserves the championship. But, like, give him someone else. And don't make it, like, a world title match like, immediately on Raw. You could have had that at, like, Extreme Rules or something. Put it for, like, an Extreme Rules match at the Extreme Rules period. That would have made more sense than just having it on Raw. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That, that would have been better. Yeah. Well, that was it for Monday Night Raw. We do know that next week Goldberg will be appearing. Probably oh, God. Bobby Lashley. I know I'm not excited for that. We I have... don't like so this. That's going to be like probably the worst part of the fucking show for me. Of course. We will be having night two of the draft on next week's Raw 2. But before we get there... I still need to talk about night one, though. Yes. We're, before we get there, we're going to be covering NXT 2.0. And night one of the draft, which was on Friday night SmackDown, which will be yeah, you're gonna hate me for this, but I'm like I'm like four or five weeks behind on NXT. <laughs> That's okay, man. Like I need to. I've been trying to. The problem for me, to be honest with NXT, is getting used to the new people because there's so many new yeah. people. So but like that's like the whole. Um, but I think about that. That's like the whole point of wrestling. Like you can't stick with the old, the same stars forever. You know. Yeah. You have to like build up new people eventually. Yeah, so I do. I am excited. Also, it literally changed NXT when it didn't need to be changed in general. Yeah. Well, you always also, gotta change things eventually. You can't just stick with the same old, same old all the time. It was doing fine so. on its own. Like I didn't watch NXT and I knew it was doing all right. It didn't need the fucking change. But Vince is like, no, let's let's change the whole damn thing up. I think I know why they did that. So basically, Triple H hasn't been there because he's been dealing with that heart attack thing. So, That's, like, so since Triple H hasn't been there, Vince had to take over. And since Vince is there, he's been – he changed, He decided to change everything. And Triple H uh, still has – apparently apparently Triple H is still not still not there. To be honest, it's, though, guys. But HBK, HBK is. To be fair, though, and honest, they were planning this for months because you don't just randomly, oh, Triple H got hurt. I'm going to hire all these new people to design a new set, do all of this – Put out all this footage. Do all... a new set. Vince, not... Vince does stuff. Vince does stuff quick. I don't know. I mean, look at every fucking pay-per-view. We've been dying to see all these people come out, and it's been the same shitty fucking matches every other week. But I don't know, you guys. It, it, what was your favorite moment, Tribal Chief Carlos, from this episode of Raw? I think you told us. Even, even Marie getting fucked up. <laughs> Even more game fucked up. Okay, all right. And I like there was this moment where uh, where where uh, Xavier was in a like really cool super kick, like when he kicked the when they were like climbing the steel cage, and then like 
And someone like I think it was Shell and Benjamin who like fell off, and then he super kicked him off the cage or something. I thought it was really cool. And then when Kofi threw himself off the off the top of the cage too. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, New Day kicking ass, and even Marie. Like they always do. Yes. <laughs> like they. Oh my God! Really? You have to say. They always get their ass kicked. How about you, um, Dan? Over your. What was your favorite moment? I mean, it was good. The fact – oh, wait, oh, wait. We were, are we still talking about the match or no? We finished um, about the match. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I kind of zoned out for a minute. Um, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. We were just talking about our favorite moment from the night. Oh, um, I guess my favorite moment would probably be Big E holding the title up because at least he deserves it. Okay. Dan's so, trying so hard to, to make up a fucking moment that he – Geek, I, I'm sorry okay. that sorry that I didn't care for the Raw. I, it was a good show, I guess. But like, I just didn't care for it in general. Um, for me, I didn't really have a favorite moment. So I mean, I'm not gonna. Oh, really we were allowed to say that. that? No, I didn't have a favorite moment. There's really nothing that stood out to me, but I mean, I do like Biggie as champion, but not enough for me to be like, oh my god, this was amazing. But I have high hopes for next week's episode of Raw and definitely stick with us to hear that next week. We're going to be dropping new content and we also will be coming out with some new surprises. We will be letting you know about those when we cover our SmackDown recap. So make sure you subscribe, like, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. I'll be dropping all of that information below. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. And that, we'll that's see you it. next time. Yeah, thank you, Tribal Chief. We'll see you next time. Bye.